Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, it's been a while, hasn't it, Nick? Yeah, it's been a while. Not sure how long it's been, but we're only meant to take a couple of weeks off and that just spiraled into a lot more than that yeah <laughs> we moved flat we got wi-fi there was drama but we're back we are back now we are back yes and what a guest we have to start off season two Woo! yeah ask and you shall receive yeah so those of you that don't follow our instagram firstly go and follow the instagram uh secondly we we put a, a questions thing out saying, who do you who do you want to see on the podcast in season two? We got some great answers. We got people like Donald Trump, Jeremy Jordan, Patty Lapone, Andrew Lloyd Webber. But one guest, one suggestion, should I say, that we got was Alice Fern. And that is who is on today's episode, the one and only Alice Fern. Before the lockdown, she was playing Beverly in Come From Away. You may know her as Alphaba. Alphaba, from of course, End. kid. Yep. She's been in Les Mis, she's been in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, and she has been in a lot more. So, Without further ado, here is Alice Fern's musical theatre mixtape. Welcome, Alice Fern. How Hello. are we today? I'm good. I'm really good. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thank you for being on with us. No problem. We'll get straight down to it and ask you the first question. So, how did you get into musical theatre? Well, it's actually quite a random one because I um, I was intending to do music, actually, because I played instruments from quite an early age. And, uh, I mean, I was from Cumbria, so there wasn't an awful lot of you know, musical theatre or drama or training in that sort of area. I mean, and I'm talking like 20 years ago. Of course, now there might be. But um, so, yeah, so I was I was I played piano. I played the harp and um, and I could sing. I could always sing. But we I sort of imagined it as more of an instrument as opposed to something that I would go into theatre with. Um, and so I was getting ready to because you sort of have to audition for music schools as well. You have to obviously prove you can play the piano and prove you can play your instrument. Yeah, of course. So, um, we got to, I was going to do that and I was, I had all of these universities sort of prepped. And then when I was 17, during gym, we went to a dry ski slope because that was part of our module. And I dislocated my right thumb 
so badly that I couldn't play piano or the harp um, for oh, nearly months. Um, yeah, it was really, it was a really, really bad um, dislocation. And, and to be honest, even now, if I write for too long with a pen or if I play piano for too long, I can still feel it. So um, it was an injury for life. And it sort of made me go, right, I've got two options, really. I either um, take a year out and hope that this thumb sort of gets itself better and I do a lot of physiotherapy on it, or um, I go down the route, the only other route that I ever liked, and I'm not particularly trained in it, but I loved music theatre. I we always went to the music we always came down to London, we went to Edinburgh if there was anything up in Edinburgh. So I said, uh, my mum said, why don't you just try and see? So I think I had three auditions for different drama schools planned, and luckily Mountview was one of my first ones. And we drove all the way down to London, stayed in a horrendous hotel. And luckily enough, I got into Mountain View um, and I didn't even bat an eyelid. It was that, that was then suddenly what I was doing. Didn't matter to me anymore because I couldn't quite believe I'd got into it. So um, yeah, and very lucky for me. So in a way, what was one of the worst things that could happen to me turned out to be one of the best. Silver linings, hey? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Exactly. No looking back from there. <laughs> Nothing, no. So do you remember... What was the first musical you saw, whether that was like a, an amateur production, a West End production at all? Um, one of the really early ones um, was Cliff with Cliff Richard. Um, and it came to, I don't know if you even remember it, but it was I thought it was brilliant. And I actually had a couple of mates who, down the line, no one can really remember it apart from me and a couple of mates. And we actually saw it. And it, and it had Helen Hobson in, actually, as well. And I remember just looking and just going, that amazing. We were big. Um, Cliff Richard fans anyway actually me and my mum were big Cliff Richard fans so that's where we probably went but that was definitely one of my really really early memories of, of theatre the other one would be the Lamey's 10th anniversary concert at the Royal Albert Hall that was obviously televised mm -hmm. on TV and I really remember that that was a massive moment where I just went oh my gosh that's one of the best things I've ever heard yeah it was amazing it really was and of course you then went on to be in Lamey's yeah well it was um, I actually sort of did it quite early it was my second job um, oh, yeah. And it's funny when you sort of, it's your dream sort of job in a way, and you you, you sort of tick that box quite quick. Um, and so then you start to have sort of like other dreams or other, you know, you aspire to do other stuff, which is, so I was quite pleased that I, I got that one sort of done and, and, and ticked off because um, then it sort of made me challenge myself in other areas as opposed to just always wanting to get Lemis. Okay, so we'll start off with the actual mixtape now. Okay. And the first question of that is, what is your favourite overture? Well, um, this this has actually been one of mine for ages. And I, funnily enough, I went to see it a few nights ago because luckily it's one of the only things that's currently on in London. Um, but it has to be the overture to Jesus Christ Superstar. I think it's utterly sublime. Mm. I need to go and see that at, at Regent's Park. Oh, my God, it's amazing. It's just amazing. I mean, you know, we had a, all the cast are brilliant. Um, and we had Ricardo Afonso, who was unreal. And this this new guy from Madrid called um, Pepe something. And I actually don't know his second name, but he was absolutely unbelievable as Jesus. I couldn't believe my eyes. Okay. How was it? Was it socially distanced in the audience as well? Yeah, how was that? Absolutely. How was it going to see a show? It's um, it's kind like of, that. you know, obviously kind of quite nice because you've got loads of room around you. So you've got like, you know, yeah. no one in front of you blocking your view. Uh, no one at the side of you stealing your armrest. So yeah, <laughs> there are there are benefits, um, but obviously it's not ideal. And and we all gave the standing, um, you know, it a, a standing ovation and Gethsemane a standing ovation midway through. And you know, we all were standing ovations, cheering, screaming. And there was still that sort of like, oh god, if if this was full, 
that would bring a absolute like tear to your eye because you yeah. know so it, it you know obviously it's, it's great that we can get it out there but it, there is something slightly lacking from that sort of full audience kind of participation thing yeah well hopefully things are starting to move again the ball's starting to roll indeed so hopefully we'll get full audiences I'm back sure very soon i'm sure we will fingers crossed moving on to question number two a song that reminds you of your childhood Okay, so this um, was quite an easy one for me because I was um, I was a Disney fanatic growing up, and I love my Disney movies as as a lot of sort of young girls kind of do, I suppose. Um, but one of the ones that came out and that I was desperate to be, even to the point where I bought when when we went to Disneyland, I actually made my mum buy me one of the outfits, and I swam around in it. It was the Little Mermaid costume, and I mean I nearly drowned. I remember just not being able to swim at all. <laughs> I was absolutely determined that I wanted to be in it and swim around in the pool. Um, but yes, it was one of my um, childhood faves, um, this particular film, The Little Mermaid. And of course, that song that really sticks out is um, Part of Your World. I don't think I've ever actually seen The Little Mermaid film. Oh, who are you? I know. <laughs> I've definitely not seen it since I was very little. I've never been a big Disney fan oh, when I was growing up. Oh, so okay. it's one of the... One of the ones I never saw. Oh, it's so we've good. just lost half of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to watch it. I'll give it a watch. Oh, it's brilliant. It really is. It's, it's, I mean, it's a classic now, obviously. You know, yeah. It's got its place in history for sure. So question number three, and arguably one of the most difficult ones, a song from your favourite musical. Yeah, I mean, good. If you've got, you can... Share your ideas. You can discuss if you've got if you're debating between a few. Yeah, I mean, I have got obviously a a cacophony. I'm calling it a favourite musicals. Um, <laughs> I'm very very difficult to pick one, um, and they range from like really old stuff to really new stuff. Um, I love Grief from Carousel. I think that's an extraordinary piece. Um, and and then up to the point where I I'm obsessed with Dear Evan Hansen at the minute. I think it's it's unbelievable. I pick me any song from there, and so you know it varies throughout. Um, out out the the history of musical theatre, my faves. Um, I picked the one I picked because, um, for me, it's a part that I always want to play. Um, I have been, and I hope I still am, a little bit too young to play it currently. But um, but I it, it's um, a it was played very iconically in the film by someone who I greatly admire and really have grown up worshiping um, to an extent and. Um, and it's and I love the film. If the film's on, I'm watching the rest of it. You know, if I didn't know it was on, I'm watching the rest of it. And and it's just it, I wore out my VHS. I mean, back in the day when we had VHS tapes um, instead of DVDs um, and Netflix, uh, my VHS was ruined because I watched this all the time and often put it on when I went to sleep at night. It's the it's the brilliant Hello Dolly, and of course played by the wonderful Barbara Streisand. And the song I picked from it actually is the title track, Hello Dolly. Hello Dolly, can't get better than that. It's classic. Nice. Which was that was meant to be coming back this year, wasn't it? Hello, Dolly. Yeah, it's now been moved to twenty twenty two. Oh, they're still doing it. Yeah, they're still planning it, but obviously, um, Imelda uh, is unable to, I believe, do it next year because she's filming The Crown. So, oh. um, sadly, can't do it next year. So they've moved it for her for the following summer. So um, yes, it's a shame, yeah. but at least we will get it at some point. We will get yeah. it. And I will definitely be there to watch that. Holy <laughs> hell. I can't wait. 
So question number four is a song from your favourite musical that you've done. Yeah, so um, again, quite a tricky one because I've never particularly had a, a show that I didn't enjoy. Um, I've had some experiences, but the shows themselves, I've always quite liked something about them. Um, one of them that I never thought I'd get to be involved with, and one because I kind of thought it would never come here particularly, um, is Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Um, it's a fantastic, fantastic sort of jazz score by David Yazbek. And um, I, he's one of my favourite musical theatre writers um, because of his sort of complex harmony work and his complex sort of jazz chords that he has in all his shows. So I was absolutely thrilled when it came over, even more thrilled to be cast in it because it was absolutely one of my like desires as a, as a, as a musical theatre lover. Um, also, it had a lot of wonderful memories for me because I met some brilliant, brilliant friends, some brilliant talent, uh, worked with Jerry Mitchell, the great Jerry Mitchell, and of course met my husband on mm. the show. Um, and I picked this song um, because A, I love it, B, I loved playing it and singing it, but also because me and my husband played these two parts uh, quite often together. Um, and uh, and so it was. It held a sort of special place in my heart. And it's so from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, it's Love Is My Legs. Question number five. A song from the last musical you were in. Okay, so I took my last musical as the one I finished before what I'm calling my retirement. Yeah. Um, this year, so I'm I'm hopefully still in it. Um, when it comes <laughs> I hope you're still in it as well. Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, I wanted to pick this one because listen, the show is extraordinary, and um, and this particular moment really, I I I I won't even be able to sing it probably when we get back because I'll be too emotional. But it's the most beautiful, beautiful song. Um, in within the most beautiful show. Uh, so from Come From Away, um, it is somewhere. Yeah. Incredible. The whole show is the whole show it's is so incredible. emotional. Oh god, I don't know how I'm gonna sing a single note of it. It's gonna be so hard. <laughs> but it's like it's just yeah, it's going to be very, very poignant. It's sort of a poignant story as well, you know, a sort of huge sort of yeah globally sort of acknowledged um disaster, you know, and and, yeah. and really and of course now we're going through one, so it's gonna be even more poignant. And that that aspect of human nature that we all completely love and um, is going to be really, I think, important to 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 remind ourselves of when we get back and running. Yeah, I think with with come from away, no matter how many times you see it, you always get hit by something in it. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, right. I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, something gets you and you didn't notice the first time. Maybe it's amazing. Yeah, because I've seen it. I've seen it a couple of times now, and the second time I saw it, it was still as powerful as the first time. Yeah. I imagine the third and the fourth time it'll be exactly the same. Uh, yes, I always thought you were right, yeah. So question number six is a song from a musical that you want to be in. Okay, so I've actually already mentioned this show. I absolutely adore it. Um, and uh, and I think it's out of all the, the sort of new musicals that's happening at the minute, um, I think it has to be up there with one of the best that's sort of ever been written, definitely, in modern times. Um, so And that is Dear Evan Hansen. Um, again, currently sort of on hold but um when it comes back um i would love i would love to be in it i mean obviously i'm i'm definitely at the point of being one of the mums now and I'll, I'll embrace that so i'm okay with it but um but yeah i think i'm actually going to pick one of the the evan songs and i'm going to go for words fail nice beautiful song that's yeah, a beautiful song definitely. it's not one that people often think of when they think of dear evan hansen but i do think it is one of the better songs um i think you're right obviously they go through waving through a window they also do yeah. for forever 
yeah. obviously you will be found is one of the massive ones uh words fail for me is i'm i'm a, i'm an absolute stickler for a song that, that has so much acting in it you forget they're even singing you know yeah the singing has enhanced what is basically a monologue um and that is that song completely and i just absolutely think it's extraordinary definitely question number seven a song you would happily i've got to try and get this right now a song you would happily scrap from a musical a song a song from your least favorite oh yes yeah that's a better way yeah yeah um i've so I, my least favourite musical of all time, and I'm, I'm, I know this is going to have some repercussions at some point, um, but I, I really, and I, and I can't, I, I, there's no one that could convince me otherwise. I just do not like cats. There's nothing okay. that I enjoy. I don't, I mean, the dancing is extraordinary and they're all amazing, but I don't enjoy it. I don't know what's going on pretty much 99% of the time, apart from <laughs> the memories being sung. Um, <laughs> Uh, so so and I just yeah and it, and it's mighty long as well so for something that isn't particularly my favorite thing to sit through, it's it's not it's it's just absolutely not one of my um my top picks uh sadly um and I went to see the film as well and actually sort of had a hilarious time doing the film um but um but yeah it's not one of my favorites however you know the moment that I sort of go yeah clever well done and I quite enjoy the music of is uh Jellicle Ball mm. I can guarantee you're not the only one that has cats as their least favourite musical. Really? Oh, God. No, I, I could name a few people I know that don't enjoy it. Yeah. I'm one of them. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've, I've never got it. I've just never got it. Like, I can appreciate the dancing, but exactly that. that's about as far as it goes for me. Yeah, exactly that. Um, it's The dancing yeah. is amazing, and I'm sure as a dancer, you're like, it's one of the absolute tops to do. But when, it's, when you're a non-dancer as well, um, I just go. I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get what's yeah. happening. And then sometimes there's like you know someone starts doing tap routine. I'm just like, what's happening? Why? <laughs> Where did that come from? Where did that come from? <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it's a very odd. It's a very odd piece for me. But I've never, I've never lied about it. I've never, never told anyone I actually did like it. So I'm, I've always been very honest about it and honest about what. Yeah. So, um, but yes, I can't hide my hide my feelings about that one. <laughs> so question number eight is a song from your guilty pleasure musical. Okay, so this is another sort of classic, maybe a sort of 10, 15 years, years ago, it was sort of on stage. But I think I'll, I'll hark back to the, the original 80s movie um, because I absolutely love it. And it's the most random, the weirdest, what on, who on earth came up with this concept, but who cares because it's a really fun show. I'm going to go with Footloose. Mm, okay, yeah. I always forget about Footloose. Exactly, everyone does, you see. And actually, when it comes on and he starts doing that dancing, you're absolutely thrilled. <laughs> I've never actually seen the films of Footloose. Oh, I think... I've seen, I've seen the show, but the films is something I'm yet to yet to see. I mean, yes, it's... Um, I think they're very... They're quite different, obviously, because there's a lot more song in the stage show of Footloose than yeah. there is in the film version of Footloose. But um, you know, but a little bit of Kevin Bacon dancing around is, is you know, is, is really fun to watch. I would, I would, I would, I would say go and embrace it. So, are you picking the song Footloose? Yeah, the title song Footloose from Footloose. There we go. Good stuff. And moving on to the last question, last but not least, your mm-hmm. favorite mega mix. Um, yeah, I struggled with this one because actually, mega mixes are my most hateful thing. Uh, <laughs> Um, as a performer doing them you're like oh no now we've got the mega mix which I know everyone feels regardless of who you if they say otherwise 
I know they've got to the end of the show and then they know they've got to do Mega Mix. It's your worst nightmare. Um, basically doing the whole show again. You're basically doing it all again in, in 10 minutes and you're just like, well, how <laughs> didn't we do this in the first place, potentially, you know? Um, so I know that they're not enjoying... Yeah, and as before, I'm, I'm not a fan of them. So I actually sort of had to work out which one I sort of disliked the least. But actually, <laughs> within a month, by doing that, I actually found something I did like that I sort of don't think is... A mega mix but i'm gonna go with it regardless um okay but i and i think it will get a lot of like i'll get a lot of plus points from my cats moment um but it's got to be the mega mix at the end of six the musical okay nice. yeah i think that's the first time we've actually had six mentioned on the podcast which is surprising it's yeah really surprising because of sort of how big it is at the moment yeah it's a phenomenon yeah no one's no one's ever mentioned six before there you go Boom, you are the first one. Six mega mix. Okay, so that is the end of the mixtape. I'm now going to read it back as a sort of track list Okay. to see see how you'd fancy listening to it in a car journey or okay. something like that. Yeah. So we have the Jesus Christ Superstar Overture, followed by Part of Your World from The Little Mermaid, Hello Dolly from Hello Dolly, Love Is My Legs from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, Followed up by Somewhere from Come From Away, Words Fail from Dear Evan Hansen, then The Jellical Ball from Cats, Footloose, and then ending it with The Six Mega Mix. How does that sound to you? I mean, I'm calling it eclectic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's parts from, there's songs from every kind of genre in there. Of music. It's a very upbeat ending as well. Yeah, yeah, very upbeat. Yeah, but it's what how it should be. I think um, mm. you know. I think you, there's there's so much musical theatre out there, and we sometimes forget about some. So, I do think it should be um, varied. Is the word I'm going for? <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, thank you very much yeah. for coming on today, Alice. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. We hope to see you back on stage very soon. I know. Hopefully, I if all of this goes away. Yeah, as do I. I'm sure it will at some point. We've just got to wait, wait it out. Wait patiently, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for tuning back in with us. If you're still here after all this this time we've had off, thank you for coming back. We really appreciate it. Please continue to come back and head on over to our social medias. Um, we're on Instagram and Twitter. Give us a follow, give us a like. Share with your friends. Do what you can. And if you are new over here... Um, and you haven't listened to season one yet, go go give that a listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you just search Musical Theatre Mixtape, you will find season one. Go give that a listen. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. It'll really help us out if you do that. We will be back next Monday with a brand new guest, brand new Musical Theatre Mixtape, and we hope to see you there. Goodbye. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.